All right, good evening, everybody. I'm still working on the intro, so excuse me. Um, just me and Damon tonight. Uh, we're gonna be getting into Anthony Richardson and the Colts, man. And, and everybody, uh, let us know how you guys are feeling, your thoughts on it in the comments. Uh, I'm gonna start spreading this around here in a little bit. Um, but yeah, so uh, go ahead, Damon, you can start us off, and I'm, I'm gonna start sharing this around a little bit. Hey, kind of going off of what Chad said here, yo, football's back. It is back, and it has felt good. I know preseason is not the whole enchilada. Um, let's talk Colts, man. Uh, I would say the start to this game, this game in general, um, has certainly calmed the nerves uh, compared to last year's uh, week one preseason game against the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> or we, we watch Matt Ryan go two for 11 and get sacked about three or four times, so. Um, awesome day. Um, even though we did take an L here, um, I think we have a lot to walk away with here, um, good and bad. Uh, but overall, better plan and idea of what this uh, this team is going to look like coming into this year. Absolutely, absolutely agree. I, I like what I've seen from AR. Uh, I thought he was productive. Thought he showed great potential for what we thought he would be. Um, and then I also saw some some uh, some some glimpses of, of hope. Uh, yep. Just in case we need to depend on any of these running backs, I thought they did pretty well. Although we did have an, have an average of 3.1 yards per carry outside of Deion Jackson, but I thought these guys held up pretty well in the run game, um, pass game as well, pass blocking. So, uh, and then we also saw some screens that actually worked. worked. I, can't, I can't tell you how many screens that I've seen in India over the past few years that just looked awful. So let's, it was great to see some of them work. And, let, and, let, and let's be – Literal, when we're talking about this here with these screens, screens called against blitzes. Great exactly. setups to them. Called, not a, called correctly. Not, 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 a, not a bubble screen setup <laughs> on second yeah. down. What Second down and two. <laughs> exactly. So very well uh, played out offense. I, I, um, I like the play calls, man. So getting into the beginning of the game, uh, first thing I noticed is we ran, I think, the first two, week, two, two drives, a lot of shotgun. A lot of shotgun, um, dual running back sets, if I'm not mistaken. Um, close, tight formations. I saw tight ends line up behind the right guard, right tackle. Um, but um, overall, I like the way that we started this game off. Of course, that, that interception. Um, but before we can go too deep into this, I'm just going to go ahead and let this be known. I'm not blaming that interception on Anthony Richardson. Um, I am blaming that on Isaiah McKenzie getting lazy in the flat in that route. Um, if anything, Andy Richardson should do a little bit less <laughs> on that ball to get that ball forced in there. But uh, Isaiah sat down that route too hard. Yeah, I thought there was some confusion on the route. Um, it looked, it looked like Isaiah was getting ready to run a whip, and then he stopped on it, and it was supposed to be like an out route or something like that. So I'm not exactly sure what his concept, what he thought the route was supposed to be there. Um, but Anthony Richardson was hesitant. I don't know if he somebody mentioned something about him getting ready to throw away and then he stopped when he saw McKenzie having a chance. So you could that see was it. Just, uh, it. It was just a little bit of jitterbugs, I guess you can call it. Um, but he was kind of jumpy to throw that and then end up swinging it out there anyway. And his arm is so strong that it's like if that was anybody else, it probably would have been a pick six because it would have been just floating out there like a duck a little bit. Yeah. And so, uh, We've seen how that came down, but then after him coming right back and shaking that uh that, that interception off, he looked really good coming back out. He did. He did look really and then, good. Uh, hey, Christina. Hey, Chad. Appreciate you guys coming in tonight. We definitely not gonna uh, forget about Gardner Minshew here. 
Although, like I said, uh, when I told these guys I was giving my breakdown, none of our quarterbacks got any help from pretty much anybody outside of running back. So, um, Gardner Minshew definitely hung in there. I think he was six for six for about 90-something yards, 80-something yards. Um, successful two-minute drill. He, yeah, successful two-minute drill. Uh, got us a touchdown, and uh, he got hit quite a bit as well. So not really too confident in the backups in this offensive line. Luckily, you don't have to put in all five at the same time. It's just like kind of a substitution type thing. So, uh, yeah, that was that was really cool to see him bounce back. And then, and then as the game went on, you could tell he, he looked composed, looked pretty good, didn't look overwhelmed. So it was good to see him keep going. Yeah, and uh, going off what Zach says here, play calling was hyper vanilla today. I'm definitely more excited to see week two because I am interested in seeing more creativity. AR does look comfortable with his offense. Yeah, I mean, going off what DeMarco just said, too, come out that second drive. Yeah, he, he bounced back in a pretty good way. Um, it had me definitely want to see more. <laughs> I did not want to see him go back to the bench because that tempo I thought was perfect. Um, and and we, we haven't seen that tempo work in our offense in recent years, but we've seen our defense fall victim to teams with that tempo. <laughs> That's for sure, but... Um, I, I guess if we can go off simply the the, the look of, of Richardson in this game, a um, couple things that I liked. His release is very quick. Oh, yeah. Um, very quick. Um, he doesn't have that super long, drawn-out release that you see. It's, it's really quick up and down. Um, I think we could kind of critique here um, maybe a little bit too much mustard on, on some of those routes. Uh, the one that comes to mind immediately is going to be that uh, Michael Pittman um, route that, that – uh, that, that curl um, on the right hand side of the field, but um, we end up getting we end up getting a, a free first down on that play anyways, so it didn't really come back and hit us. But um, as far as what I saw, I saw poise in the pocket, footwork looked good. He was able to avoid the pressure. Uh, he didn't get himself caught up in some bad situations because that first drive that Gardner got on the field, uh, he took a sack. So I, I liked what I saw of his mobility and, and, and feel for the pressure across the middle. And just so I can add here really quick, man, our quarterbacks went 21 for 27 today. Accurate. We like that. We like to see Accurate. that. So, and uh, Anthony Richardson in that total as well was 59%. And if Alec Pierce catches the deep ball that Anthony Richardson threw, his uh, completion percentage instantly shoots up to 67%. So that's a uh, – it's kind of, kind of, kind of the, the ups and downs that we get of it. Obviously, drops a part of the game, so you can't always say if. But we all saw it and saw that that should easily be a touchdown. And if that's on Sunday, we're pretty pissed at out. Yeah, so. no, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, Zach Anthony's got a cannon. Um, you, you could see it very loud and clear. Uh, I think he got he had a little bit too much mustard on a on another little out route that uh, that Granson ran. I think on that first or second drive. Uh, but I mean, overall, from what I saw. Um, just out of his debut, um, come that second and third drive, it definitely had me want to see more. Just ready to watch a full game. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, just a, um, I guess, kind of a, a little rundown from at least from my perspective, from what I saw of it. Um, obviously, I, I don't like headlines. Um, like I was just telling Damon because Damon was telling me that he saw some media outlets that were on Anthony's side. Um, the first one that I caught to mind was the one that I looked at on ESPN, which almost everybody's going to use unless you watch NFL Network. Even Steve Weich um, was on NFL Network, and he was talking about Anthony Richardson throwing the interception rather than not knowing the situation. And then if you look at um, look at our uh, 
our old head coach, Chuck Pagano, was on Twitter and explained. He broke down what Anthony Richardson saw and what happened with the receiver, and he even put the blame on the receiver. So you can obviously tell when you have a coach's eye and you don't. Um, but, again, either way, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, Anthony Richardson, I thought, played very well. Uh, Gardner Minshew, uh, he, he obviously does what he does. I mean, you're going to like the guy, regardless of, of, of whatever you think or, or how we should see or whatever. Um, Gardner Minshew has got a, a guy that's going to come in. He's going to fight for the team. He's going to battle. You're going to like his attitude about it. Um, but uh, And then we had Sam Ellinger, Sam Played, he played pretty well. I mean, we know we're going to get out of Sam. It's been a few years now. We know we're going to get out of him. Um, obviously not going to be the starter and kind of the forgotten backup guy in this room. Um, but he's obviously a guy that we know what he can do. And if we need him in a pinch, we can use him. Um, moving on to our running backs, uh, like me and Damon said, uh, I thought our running backs, they got holes where they could. Uh, I think they may do with the lines that were there. Um, they play pretty good in pass pro. Uh, and then uh, they played pretty well in the receiving game as well. Caught a couple big screens, made some conversions there. Um, tight ends, outside of Kylan Granson, kind of really a no-show. Uh, yeah, I, I Feral, I Feral Ground looks lethargic. <laughs> that dude, yeah. That dude needs to be playing right tackle, man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, didn't really see too many of that. Kylan Granson, though, just like he had last year, he was like top three, I think, in, in, in separation and coverage. Um, and he he's still doing the same. Kylan Granson just gets open. Uh, as for wide receivers, Michael Pittman Jr., one catch for nine yards. Alec Pierce, uh, two targets, zero catches. One was a pass interference. Um, the other one was a, a bad drop. I, you know, he's fighting himself over that. He's probably going to hit the jug machine until tomorrow, till the next practice day or whatever, or at least we hope. Um, Isaiah McKenzie. Had some ups and downs. I don't really like him as a returner at all. As a veteran, you can't make those kind of mistakes that you made. He gave Anthony Richardson his first drive um, inside the five-yard line or 10-yard line, something like that. And then he had a couple good plays receiving. Um, Josh Downs is an absolute dog. Josh Downs is a dog. Dude gets open. He's always open. Can't wait to see. Um, might as well just start calling him Josh Opens because he's always open, dude. He's, he's just always open. Um, we had uh, what was that guy's name? Receiver, and, um, yeah, yeah, the Malik Turner. Who, yeah, Malik Turner. He was our biggest receiver of the day. I think it was four catches for about 60 yards or something like that. Um, he was obviously playing with the threes and fours, guys. You won't really see it all. Um, but he played pretty well, and Mike then, Strong. Uh, Strong had a Mike Strong. monster dude, flat out monster I, guy. I know Mike Strong. He's he's everybody keeps calling him our our summer strong or preseason strong or whatever. And me personally, I think the problem is, is the guy don't get to see the regular season. Like like I, it's like it's tough to sit here and call him that when Frank and, and these guys weren't really paying playing him. He wasn't getting reps. He wasn't getting out there and getting a chance. So. um that was one of those things where I'd like to see this guy, if he does make the team, we need to give him some uh, regular season reps. Um, I seen Ashton Doolin get one catch. I don't know if there was much more outside of that. He got lit too. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't know how much more out of that. Um, and that's pretty much the entire offense outside of the offensive line. So uh, the offensive line itself um, me and Matt kind of dis, disferred uh, at the beginning of the conversation. 
Um, I think Zach did agree with me. Uh, we kind of came to, you know, some kind of midline. Um, I obviously think our left side of the offensive line is solidified. Um, Raymond looked right good. Side, uh, Raymond, Raymond looked good. Um, the right side of the line, obviously Bernard Raymond did not play. Um, I think Will Fry still struggles. I, I do not see the push from him. I do not see uh, what we need out of him to, to try and get better at that position. Um, a guy that I predicted would take that job, Mil Echior. He was a revolving door at right guard as well. I don't know if it had to do with his knee or maybe just being out of practice or whatever, um, but that was a struggle there as well. So right guard is up in the air. I mean, I'm not going to say it's totally something that I'm worried about with a running quarterback like Anthony Richardson, but when it comes to the running game, you need those pushes. Like uh, there was the fourth and one we had when Anthony Richardson was in the game. And and guys, two shots at right it, bro. Now, two yeah, shots at it. Third and one, fourth and one. Right side of the line completely collapsed. Exactly. I'm gonna tell you guys right now, we need fourth and ones. And obviously, this isn't regular season. And like Zach said earlier, our playbook was very vanilla for today. I think it's gonna be that way all of preseason. I don't think we're gonna show too much. But we've seen what Jalen Hurts and the Eagles did on fourth down. I know we'll change Stike and we'll get it very creative. Um, so we'll see how that goes the rest of the way. Um, yeah, and so that's pretty much my breakdown of the offense. Do you have anything on that, Dan? Yeah, man. Well, I, I kind of had a little bit more of, I guess you could say, a stock up, stock down kind of kind of thing split yeah, between both the between both the offense and defense. Which, yeah, I, I know we're gonna get into, but um, yeah, I mean, just kind of piggyback in here off Demarco. Um, my stock up, the 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 shining star I thought today was really Josh Downs. What you saw both in separation as a receiver, um, and then the return game, complete game changer. Um, I personally think that this guy needs to come in and start over Isaiah McKenzie. Um, I did not like what I saw out of him. Another guy that I had my stock up for Darius rush. He looked good. Um, definitely was a bright spot in that secondary. Um, I also have Daryl Baker in there as well. Um, let's keep it off. Let's keep it off. Okay. Um, <laughs> But uh, Deion Jackson, Deion Jackson looks looks solid. He looked like a uh, he looked like a a, 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 a number one <laughs> running back. What you say? Uh, whenever he was on the field, um, comparative. And then um, turn the kickoff, and we're underway in the twenty twenty. Go ahead, as, uh, David. As, yeah, as well as that, uh, I really like what's all the guys are into. Uh, but but let's be real here. That that's what Gardner Minshew should do as a um, as as a. Now veteran quarterback against second and third string personnel um, in a dink and dunk style offense that we had going on. So that's kind of my expectations. Um, and then um, I would say that's 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 really it for my stock up, stock down, a whole right side of the offensive line. I mean, I. Yeah, backups that, don't really look too good. No, they don't. Um, we were at th third and 33, you know, on that first first drive with the backups in. Um, just between sacks, so not 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 overly excited about what I saw there. Um, Isaiah McKenzie, like I said, touching back on that, I was not overly impressed. I think that pick is his fault. The returning was not solid. He just looked lazy. He looked lost, bro. He looked lost out there to me, man. Yeah, he didn't. And, uh, and, and, him, him, and Kenyon Drake didn't impress me too much. And you know, as y'all can see right down here, my uh, my little name today, surprise cuts. Kenyon Drake is one of those guys on that list for me, flat out. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think he was gonna be a surprise cut until I saw him being our. Uh, I want to say he was the fourth running back. Correct. I saw. Fourth. He was fourth. So after seeing him being the fourth, that's where I kind of. That's when I was like, God damn, I don't really look too good. 
Um, but yeah, so that was a uh, that was the offensive breakdown there um, for you guys. I guess we can kind of split it to the. Uh, 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 Chad says here he was saying um, he said that pass was beautiful. Uh, he dropped it. But, I mean, like you can't throw better than that. I had somebody sitting here trying to argue with me uh, earlier, telling me that if if AR would have laid it out a little bit further away, I'm like, dude, that makes no sense, bro. You want a quarterback to drop it in the bucket when that ball gets put on your chest, bro? Yeah, it's got to be a catch. So just one of those things. Um, and then real quick, um, we'll chime in here on special teams since it's a little bit shorter, and then we'll get to defense because yeah. I see uh, Zach was asking about the defense. Um, this one here, Nathan says it right here. Kicking game was big issue. Uh, Zach said it right here. Kick or kicking game was absolute trash. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. I'm usually not one to overreact to preseason, um, and I definitely just I give these descriptions and these breakdowns for you guys just to analyze what people haven't seen. So you can obviously watch the game, and if you don't have a coach coach's eye, you're obviously just going to look at it and say, oh, this guy did this, this, and that. Like I had people talking about stats and QBR and all this other stuff, and it just didn't make any sense at all. Um, but if you watch the game, you can see what happens. You can see what goes on. Um, but, um, yeah, so pretty much here uh, what we're talking about here is, is Matt Gay missed a uh, 28-yard field goal. Um, our other kicker, I, I can't think of his name. His name. Yeah. Harvarskir or something like that. I'm, I apologize for getting your name wrong. Um, <clears throat> but that um, those two kickers both missed. Uh, uh, Matt Gay missed a 28-yard field goal, like I said. Um, the other kicker missed an uh, extra point attempt. Um, and the reason why this is such a big deal is because we all know the Colts. We've had kicking issues for a couple years now, ever since. <laughs> ever since last Ever since, yeah, Vinny's last year, Hot Rod came in and was doing good, and then he had a little bit of issue and then came back and, and just couldn't make anything over 50 and then just started missing kicks that we thought were automatic. So um, the problem now becomes you make this guy, Matt Gay, the highest-paid kicker in the league, and all I've heard was struggles. Let's, uh, let's, like, let's not forget our first free agent signing of this offseason, bro. When we're was he our first? I thought McKenzie was our first. Okay. Yeah. So if he was our first, like, it's like you, you make this guy our free agent signing our big one at that. Um, <laughs> our stash, bro. <laughs> and then, and then he's just been missing kicks. And I mean, this isn't just a game kick that he missed. Like, okay. Cause I just seen uh Jake Elliott in, uh, for the Eagles just missed a kick today too um, as well. So it does happen, but I'm like saying like in practice, he has missed kicks as well. So this seems to be like a reoccurring thing, and I'm just worried about it being a problem down the road, and you can't make a guy a highest-paid kicker in the league um, when he's missing kicks like this. this that is just that is just asinine. That cannot happen. Um, so special teams is something that we thought would be a sure thing out of anything on this goddamn team, and it, it is looking like a question there. Um, we Rigo good. Rigo, yeah, right? Rigo. Rigo. Obviously, he's looking good. He's still got the booming leg. Um, happy to see him back. Um, and yeah, so that was pretty much it for me uh, with the special teams. Damon, you want to chime in on any of that anymore? No? Be ready to jump over to defense. I think um, we hit the nail on the head. All right, perfect. Uh, so Zach said, um, are we concerned about how trash the defense look? And at, for me personally, I'm going to say no. So this was just our defense's first time together 
Um, you got to think about how many new players are in there. Uh, DeForest Buckner did not play. Um, we got pretty much a, a patch secondary right now. We have not had consistency at secondary outside of um, Dallas Flowers. And uh, surprisingly, Darrell Baker Jr., Look good. Um, who's been the guy there. And and so a lot of our secondary has been patchwork. Uh, Kenny Moore even played today and he hasn't practiced in like a week or something like that. So, um, so I wouldn't say it's going to be a total concern there, Zach. Um, now for our defensive line, um, Dayo turned it up a little bit after the uh, starters had went out. He was getting pretty locked up by my guy, uh, Osiris Torrance out of Florida. Um, that was something that I didn't really like to see. Uh, Grover was actually being double teamed the entire time Whole he game. was in the game in a preseason game, which is, I mean, I mean, if Grover's in there, you better be double teaming, but it was still pretty shocking to see uh, he was double teamed every time. Um, uh, Shaq Leonard was on a pitch count. Um, Quiddy Pay, I want to say he only played a few snaps. I did he not played see... all the first quarter. He played first quarter. Did he play all the first quarter? He did. Okay. He did. Okay, and well, I think Dio came in for him, right? Or no, or AQM. Mm, I can't remember. I'm not too sure. I'm but not he got the sure. he had the whole first quarter. Okay, I know he ended up swapping out with uh with our rookie Titus Leo at some point, but I, I guess he he will be another ghost on my list thing because I'd have to go back and watch all the direct film to see. Um, but he was not a guy I saw too much of. Uh, I did not see Samson Mibukum. I don't think he played. There's the drop there for everybody he to did. see. He played. Um. Okay, yeah, so our entire defensive line definitely still needs some work. A lot of those guys haven't been practicing um, or either did not play much. And then uh, was it our secondary. Secondary gave up some pretty big third downs, not something that you want to see. Um, Juju Brents was with the second team uh, defense. He did not start, um, but our big shining light was Daryl Baker Jr. Yeah, 100% agree, 100% agree. He looked solid. He looked really solid. Um, I don't think that's who we had in mind to be our uh, CB one <laughs> going into this going into this season, uh, nor game. But um, man, we I, I think as, as time progresses here, we see this with cornerbacks more often than not, um, where they, they don't have to be the biggest names to end up stepping up and being your your solid number one or number two option. So. We're not going to complain about that at all. We're going to take that, especially with not having Isaiah Rogers this year. Um, seeing that guy step in and, and, and perform to a high level was good to see. Absolutely, absolutely. I did like what I started seeing out of the second and third team defense. They showed some life. I mean, obviously, you want to win the first quarter because first quarter exactly when you, see, when you see your guys in there. That was the overthrow of Michael Pittman Jr., where they called the the baby pass interference because the quarterback started crying and waving his hands. Um, so, yeah, obviously you want to win the first quarter. Um, I definitely think I would like to see this offensive line be a lot more mean in the, diamond, the down and distance. Um, there's the miss right there by Matt Gay. Got, just can't miss that. Um, I'd like to see us get some push when it's fourth and one. I'd like to think that we're going to be the team that's going to convert that at least 74% of the time. I think that's just that's just got to be our bread and butter because we're, we're going to have to be able to depend on the run game to protect Anthony Richardson. Um just as uh, Matt says here, he said, I love the, R, uh, the RPO style. Give a guy AR multiple uh, options, run pass, hand it off. Yes. He'll progress nicely through the season as the reps come. Um, totally agree. And I think in this game, I, per I personally think what was it? Somebody said, uh, 
on the uh, fourth and one in a Colts chat, and they were saying, why didn't we just uh, run AR with it or something like that? And I, I just told them kind of laughingly, I'm like, it's preseason, dude. Yeah, that's the. I mean, there's no reason. Yeah, I think it was like the second play of the game where Ar took off and running. He ran some dude over. I'm like, that's when uh, that's when Juju got beat really bad right there. That play right there. Um, it just yeah. I I don't what you what are you doing playing receiver, bro? No, that's that that's that uh that's that that Gus Bradley that that um that uh. That, that cover three that we run, and we just sit back and let teams pick us apart, man. That is that's that's, that's one of those things where we we would think that we wouldn't see that too much. Obviously, you don't want to show too much in preseason, but you don't want to see your second round pick getting beat like that. The good part is is he's missed a lot of practice, so for him, just every play that he gets to be on the field is something that we do want to see. Um, so it was good to see that our defense did hold up. I mean, we gave up, you know, a couple touchdowns. Obviously, Matt Barkley picked us apart a little bit. Guy was like 14 for 15. Um, but when it came down to, to holding on in the red zone, we did pretty okay for the most part. Thought we did um, too. And so, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, Lisa's here says next game. That's what it is. You got to keep moving on. It's preseason. Wouldn't really look too much into that. Um, Zach says the secondary co- doesn't concern me. I was upset about the D line. Um, I, I do agree. Like th- this team was built on the trenches when Ballard, Ballard first got here. That's something that I think we would all like to make sure we would like to get back to see because our backup offensive line is is just not good. It's not like you. We do not want to see um, consistent play out of our backups with our starters. Um, so that's something that we definitely need to keep improving upon. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think the secondary is more of a concern because we have so many unknowns back there and Josh down was killing it on kick return game, punt return game all when he got back there to play after we took Isaiah McKenzie out. Um, and then we can't forget the, uh, the pick six, the pick six by Darius rush. Um, that was also, Against the the second, third string and whatnot, uh, it was a um, drop pass by the receiver. Uh, should have been an easy routine catch. Bounces right off his hands, and obviously that's a play where you're thinking like, oh, it's just the backups or whatever. But for Darius Rush to have the attention and, and, and the IQ, the detail, awareness to be able to turn his eyes, catch the ball, and then take that for six with his four three speed. So um, it was great to see, as Nathan said right there. Um. Yeah, man, so that was one of those things that, that we'd like to see. We'd like to see some improvement there um, <clears throat> as far as, like, the consistency that we get. And this has just been one of those things where I was thinking about, like, where the team has it. Ooh, look at that tackle right there by look at uh, that. Look at uh, that. guard Stewart. Yeah, that was a, that, that boy, that was a solid That was a solid <laughs> pursuit. That um, boy got down there. I want, I want to add in here, too, because we're talking about that D-line. Do you know who looked the best on that D-line today, flat out? It was AQM. He got home. He got home a couple times. He had a sack. He had a big. He had a couple. He had a couple stops, um, a yard or two in. So it's good to see that guy come back, uh, like he never left. Which I, I liked him a lot. I didn't want to see him go. I know he didn't have the best season in Chicago, but uh, to me, he was certainly a standout on the defensive line today. That that looked pretty lackluster in my opinion. Um, but didn't want to didn't want to move too far before we uh, were able to touch on that because that did look good to see him come back and still have that step. 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I thought he played pretty well as well. I didn't think our starting offensive line played well against their – there's the sack right there. Um, our starting defensive line played well against their starting offensive line. Thank I you thought on, that baby. was something that, that definitely needs to be approved up on. That's that play-action boot, and that's why me and Matt um, both love uh, Taekwon Lewis so much because he does not get beat on those boots, and, and that's that's a perfect example of how you want to play that and be ready right there. He just came off the pup list too, correct? Taekwon? Uh, Taekwon, yes, he did. I don't think he played though. I don't think he played. He didn't. I think he was a. Uh, I think he was sideline unsuited. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, Chad says, "Fingers crossed, we can still get a top five draft pick, grab Harrison Jr., and then turn it on next season." I said what I said. Hey. You're not striking an argument with anybody here. <laughs> not You're with not. anybody I'll here. Be it. I'll be it. I think, uh, what was it? I forgot who posted. I want to say it was Colts Cast, a uh, page on Twitter. They said the red pill or the blue pill. Who are you taking? Marvin Harrison Jr., a 10 win season by the Colts. And uh, I took the, the the liberty of saying, give me the 10 win season. <laughs> I took I the liberty of saying it. Come on now. I would ask I would absolutely love to have Marvin Harrison Jr., but if we're talking about wins versus losses here, I'm going to definitely uh, take it upon myself to say, um, let me get the 10 wins. <laughs> and, and, and I'll kind of sum it up in a better way, down. too. Like, beautiful play. Um, stood up tall, but he, you're going to have a lot more things to focus, fill, and take care of in a five win team, five, in, in a top five draft pick scenario versus a 10 win team scenario. Yeah. So, I think uh, I think we both take that, but um, I, I guess my, my my question for you, um, moving forward, you know, what did you what did you see today that you liked the most? What, 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 what was the standout that you saw on tape, or or, or the play, or, or something that you saw different that that, you, that you're looking back now and go, oh, this is nice. Okay, we can build upon this. What what I looked at and saw the most that that I I thought was good that we can build upon is that. Anthony Richardson didn't look lost. That that was my biggest takeaway because me, obviously being a Florida Gator fan um, and watching him throughout the year, I never thought he looked lost there. Um, but you just want to make sure when you get a guy that they belong there. Stroud looked lost. Wanna, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't want to get too much into that, because bro. And and, and, and look, we're, we're not we're not here saying he, he he's not going to be a great quarterback. He's not that that was two drives that we saw that guy, but very obvious difference in in preparation. I believe for this game, yeah, yeah <laughs> that you saw. Absolutely. absolutely, yeah. So that was one of the things that I, I looked at and saw because when we had the interception, I was like, okay, here we go. I knew it was going to happen. Everybody was talking crap about C.J. Stroud throwing his, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then A.R. came back out, and he looked like he knew what he was doing. You know, he ran the offense well. He was confident. And then I, I was just hoping for a big play at some point, and then we had the chance at it and just didn't get it. And then there's our touchdown, first touchdown, getting on the board by Jake Funk there. Um, uh, so, yeah, that was that was my thing. What was yours? The offensive play calling for me loved it let's 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 be real here like last year was probably one of the hardest years that you could have watched 
for any any team in NFL history. We're grateful to have a great defense that kept us in games. Um, it kept things low that we could average 19 points a game <laughs> or however many it was and, and be able to be competitive. So to see modern play calling, RPOs being called, um, I, I feel that we, 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 we prepared for the blitz a lot better than I've seen in previous seasons. Um, I'm excited for that, man. Um, and I know we only got to see a little bit like a cookie cutter aspect of our offense, but you could tell just by the route trees, the concepts and things like that, that this offense is going to look a lot different uh, week one. Um, and it's and it's catered, I think, to, to benefit for Anthony Richardson as well. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely say that was a huge plus for me um, to be able to see that. because I, I, I didn't feel like our play calling was lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was uh, one of those things where I thought, okay, we actually we can fit in in the preseason. We had some pretty good plays that were schemed up to be a bit open and stuff like that. Yeah. I would like to see our receivers be able to get open on their own, but it's nice to know your play caller can scheme some plays in that are going to be open for you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know, um, not the uh, second and two inside zones, third and two inside zone. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, better, better running plays as well. So something I want to talk about is a running back by committee. Right. I'm not a fan of it. Okay. Explain. So <clears throat> me personally, like when I watched the game today and seen our running backs. So uh, with Deion Jackson, our running backs had, uh, apologize everybody. I'm going to need to look at the numbers for this one real quick. Um, but it was not totally favorable. And I really like what we have with JT. So we had 31 carries for 96 yards and two touchdowns. That's 3.1 yards per carry. Um, that's what all of our running backs, including Anthony Richardson and Sam Ellinger, having carries in there. Um, and that includes uh, King and Drake, Evan Hole and Deion Jackson. Um, so with that being said, all of that total right there for 3.1 yards of carry, JT can give you that on a day on his own. And I mean, without with much more than 3.1 yards per carry, and obviously we know he can get you the two touchdowns. Um, so that to me is not very favorable. And then if you take uh, and, and at 3.1 yards per average, that is not a very solid running game at all. And obviously we don't, think it would look like that on a Sunday. Look at that, right there. Another great play by Stewart. Yep, Titus Leo, Leo coming to clean it up there. Um, look at that pass right at the end right there. Um, so that's not totally favorable in my opinion, and I think if AR continues to develop, I think running back uh, by committee can be totally favorable, but we need to see AR prove it first. Okay. I don't think I don't think you can just jump into a running back by committee without having a solid quarterback. Now, if you have a solid quarterback, then hey, hell yeah, you can give it to me. But I think if we saw JT and what we saw today in this offense, I think we'd be a pretty difficult offense to deal with if we don't have like the drop by Alec Pierce and then obviously cleaning up some offensive plays and then our offensive line just getting that push on third and one, fourth and one. So um, if, if, if AR can make the jump, then I'm I'm all for it. We can go running back by committee. But if not, then I, I'd love to see JT with this offense because I think it explodes. 
Yeah, but I guess where I'm coming from, Demarco, is the question marks right now. Mm-hmm. It's there's they're they're kind of stacked up against us, right? Like JT coming back is just one of the question marks. Him coming back and being average is a question mark. Him coming back and being great is a question mark. I'm talking like right now. What do you think about running back by committee? I don't hate it, bro. I don't. I don't. It, in, and I think if we kept that up-tempo offense that we had in the first halfway through the second quarter, I think that you see a better benefit of that because that's how you were out of defense, man. That's how you had those random Philadelphia running backs last year you never heard of. Third quarter, break a sixty-yard, you know, break a sixty-yard <clears throat> run, you know, and 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 wear a defense truly out. But it's refreshing because we haven't seen that in a long time. Granted, but I'm just saying that I don't think it's a sink or swim scenario for us without JT out there. Yeah, I mean, if, if you say and gotta have a situation, I don't think it's totally, um a totally out-of-the-question type thing because we've obviously – we've seen our offense work today. We can play against the Buffalo Bills ones. I don't think you're going to find a tougher all-around ones to go against as a group outside of maybe the Eagles. Maybe one or two other teams maybe. Niners. So, yeah. So, and it's not like you got to face those teams every week. So, if we had to do it, I think, yeah, I think we're totally capable. My thing is just is until we can see – you know, full games, real games, you know, going four quarters and everything. I think I'd love to see JT. And obviously, yeah, you said question marks. You know, we don't know if we're going to get him back. I still even think 80% of JT is better than what we got today out of all. <laughs> yeah, two, I'll agree with three, you there. Four. A lot better than uh... All, uh, 80% of JT is better than the five running backs we had played today. That's just, I just think that we get a lot more out of there. Uh, then we got uh, Dave Stewart says he thought our uh, starting O-line was top positive. The Bills looked to be sending pressure with extra bodies. The O-line held up uh, well. So <clears throat> I think they did pretty good. Um, I also think AR did pretty good of handling that pressure because Very much. he was he was sent a lot more blitzes than I thought that we would have seen, but obviously – um, Coach McDermott for the Buffalo Bills taking back over the defensive play calling duties, probably trying to brush his pressure and dust off of himself as well. Um, and so I don't think they held up too bad, but I, if you go back and watch these, these uh, condensed plays between Gardner Minshew and Sam Ellinger, our backups did awful. Awful. And that, uh, what was it? Uh, Gardner Minshew was sacked twice. Sam Ellinger was sacked once. Um, and these guys were getting hit quite a bit. And they both managed to still play pretty well. Sam Ellinger was uh, eight for nine, 72 yards. Um, and then Gardner Minshew was six for six with 72 yards. So they definitely played uh, better than what it looked like. Um, but as far as the running game goes, I thought the O line could have been a, a crap ton better, a crap ton better. And I'd like to see us get back to the, the 2020 uh, level, 2020 and 2021 level of running offensive line because I think that's just where we need to be. Yeah, and I think continuity and consistency in the future will only benefit us too. I, I I don't think that today is the best we're going to see our offensive line. I think they're going to continue to get better and get comfortable in that offense too. Exactly, exactly. And then uh, Chad says, yeah, smart of uh, Shane Steichen and uh, Coach Bob Cooler uh, for running a very big offense. So these guys get on all, all the same page. Um, basically, the build offense on the rookie. I think that's also just preseason. 
Yeah. I think there, there's just a lot more to this playbook that we haven't seen. Um, I think it was reported by uh, – can't remember the reporter right now, um, but uh, Gardner Minshew was calling plays in the huddle that these guys didn't even know, and Coach Steichen would stop him and say, hey, these guys don't know that yet. And so um, there, I think there's definitely a lot more, um, and a pretty sure our playbook would be a lot deeper than what Frank Wright had before. So um, I, I think, like I said before, I think we got to get used to the vanilla right now in the preseason. Um, and I think Shane will turn up to another level. And there's another sack right there. I don't know who 55 was. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know who that was either. Who? That is the fumble. Matt Barkley hosts that thing over the field. Holy moly! He, he's playing black. like his career is on the line. Uh, that was the forced fumble by Black right there. He came up and laid a hat on the ball. Love to see that. Turnover, baby. We got to get back to it. Uh, chat says JT ain't coming back. That bridge is burnt. Would be a disagree. Miracle. I totally disagree there. I don't think it is at all. I think, uh, we I think we'll likely see um JT back. Um, so yeah, he's back Monday. Crazy. He's back Monday. So, and, and that's not going to be him practicing, y'all. I think, I think he's just going to be back with the team. So, I, I think this. I think it's gonna get done. I don't know. We don't want to touch on this too much, but I, I think I think it's not burnt. Yeah, me either. All right, who you got starting week one? What position? Quarterback. Anthony Richardson, man. You still you think so, huh? You 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 saw. Just look at look at the play calling, bro. The play calling was completely different for for Anthony Richardson. It was dink and dunk, simple. Out routes, everything like that. When Minshew got in the ball game, you you, you, you saw play action passes. You saw different running plays. Anthony Richardson is 100%. And even the Bills announcers in the game said, this is the difference between a starting quarterback and a backup quarterback right now is this capability you're seeing in front of us right here. So not a doubt in my mind, Anthony Richardson starts week one. Yeah, man. I was I was of the essence that that Garner would start for the first two weeks, man. And after I, after what I've seen today, I think I've seen enough. Yeah, like, I, I don't see, I don't see any reason why AR would need to sit on the bench because, I mean, obviously you got the Bills without Von Miller, but they had Trey White, they had my guy from Florida, the first round, uh, their first round pick last year. Um, they got, they had uh, Demar Hamlin in there playing safety. Um, I don't think uh, uh, either of the the boys were uh, playing safety. Mm-hmm. Poyer, um, oh, Hyde was. Hyde, Hyde, yeah, Hyde was uh, out there. Yeah, Hyde had a few snaps. Um, but the defensive line obviously had Gregory Russo and, and, and uh, most of them guys. So it's like, you going to play against that lineup? I think you'll be pretty good. Ooh, that was a bad miss right there. I missed that one. Ooh, that was ugly. That should have been a killer right there. Um, but, yeah, so just seeing what I saw out of AR. Oh, there you go. He grabbed it. That's why. Um... Yeah, seeing what I've seen out of AR, uh, just just thinking about it before, like when I was telling you guys in the chat, you know, if if Gardner Minshew and AR are even, then AR should be leaving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 it's just that simple to me. If they're if they're at an even pace right now, you got Gardner Minshew in year three, four, five, whatever he's in. Um, I don't think there's any reason that was a dot right there. Um, 
Oh my goodness, uh, he's he, yeah. that that that's a man who's on his last career contract right there. <laughs> yeah, he, he hasn't he hasn't started a game since 2018. They said for the Eagles. Um, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So I I just think at the point that they're at, there's no reason that we need to sit here and and waste any more time with it. Um, I think AR should definitely be a guy. I mean, obviously we'd like to see him get one more preseason game, but I think I've seen. Yeah, I did. I, I, I mean, I did too. I, I was begging for more. I did not want to see him come out of that game. I'm like, I'm so ready for week one regular season. I, I don't even want to watch the rest of this preseason and just get a full taste of what four quarters of football would look like with him. So, man, easy, easy no-brainer for us right there. That's Malik Turner right there. Yeah. I swear, they just pass around that 12 jersey like Andrew Luck didn't matter at all. That was, that was, I don't see so many receivers one twelve. It's crazy. What in the circus was? Th- yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> that was that was a possession by uh, Sam. That was a Johnny and Manziel. See right there, see the push right there. We we don't get enough push. I just don't like the. I mean, obviously, it's not our starters anymore, but I just don't like that push. I think we need a lot more than that. So let me ask you this: Are, are we? Because because now we're watching a little bit more of a breakdown here. That third, fourth string offensive line was what Kenyon Drake was working with. Are we yes. still holding to the same standard? Absolutely. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like he's supposed to get top-notch yardage, and it's not like we ran the ball much with him. But there's a reason he's working with those guys. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there he is right like, there, Blake Turner. That was his uh, biggest play. That's why his yardage was up there. That was a nice Look, little screen. Let's take a wide receiver right screen. RPO screen. Nice play. Oh. Look, see how Man. open he is? Do you remember seeing a receiver that open with Frank Wright, bro? Not since um not since uh uh Ashton Doolin against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You're talking about, you're talking <laughs> about that trick play up the right hand side of the field? With, with Philip Rivers. Up, like, yeah. That was the last time we seen a receiver that open, dog. Like it's just like it's such a uh 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 eye-opener for me to see the difference in the play calling. Boom, touchdown. Um, but, yeah, so it's just like seeing all these guys that were playing ahead of King and Drake, like there's got to be a reason for it. You know, like you don't just sign a guy and be like, all right, here, come play with us for this or whatever, and then you're, you're sitting back there with those backups. Like I'm holding you to the standard that I was expecting him to be competing with DJ. Oh, good tackle. Um, I was expecting him to be keep competing with Deion Jackson for the starting spots or Zach Moss. That's that's what I was thinking when he signed. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm going to hold you to that standard until I see where you are specifically placed um, by the coach coaching staff on the depth chart. Oh, and that's another thing about that depth chart for all the people who were upset about it. That depth chart was put out by Colts.com. That was not a depth chart by the staff, so. Like I said before, you guys got to take that with a grain of salt. Now, I guess while we're on that topic, I mean, do you do we still go out and look at another running back, quality running back? Because uh, I'm not mistaken, first round of, first round of roster cuts is not this week, but the week after, correct? Um, no, it's uh, August 29th. I'd like to say August 29th is the 
the final cut day, and I think by August 30th, they got to be finalized. When's first cut? There is no first cut. Oh, oh so it's one. Yeah, and done. yeah. I, remember they remember they changed it. Oh. You go from you go from ninety to fifty three. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's no, why. So that's why. When, when, done. Yeah, that's why when people watch this and they see players in there, and the reason why offensive looks so 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 sloppy is because a lot of times you're seeing forty dudes that you might never see again or have never heard of that are on a team. That's why, because you got to get down so quickly of the, through your roster. It's like hard to really even have some competition throughout most of. Them. That's my so, thing. Yeah. Is, is 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 do we bring in another running back or do we wait till this week and see what Jonathan Taylor's status is? I mean, obviously that's probably going to be what we're going to do. But um, I mean, it kind of makes you think, man. It, it does. Jake Funk, he looked funky. Kenyon Drake. C minus. So I'm kind of interested to see how that looks. You know what I mean? As far as a running back room moving forward. Yeah. So um, with with the running back situation, man, I I can't say for sure. I, I don't know. Um, it's tough to say because I'm trying to think who's out there because. Like I was telling you guys, it's, it's the moment you call Dalvin Cook, JT's over. He's gone. That, that's that's He's, that's a done deal. I don't I don't think there's there's anything else to talk about that at that moment. That means you're giving up on the whole John Taylor plan. You're pretty much done with that. So um, I'm not sure. I know there's Leonard Fournette and Ezekiel Elliott, and those are some guys that are probably going to command about five million dollars, and they're really not worth it anymore. So. I really would just say, like like you said, with the running back by committee, I think for this amount of time, you're going to have to settle with that and run with that running back by committee unless you truly see it as a struggle. So if we go through the rest of the preseason and we can't see any flashes out of anybody else outside of DJ once he stops playing full-time like he is, because eventually like we, we obviously see who the number one back is without JT and without Zach Moss, right? So at least we know we got three there if they're healthy. We need to see Jake Funk. We need to see Evan Hole. We need to see um, uh, Jacob Huntley. Uh, yeah, Huntley who scored that last t- touchdown. Uh, we need to see what those guys can do being the main guys um, and then go from there because, I mean, I think we have three clear backs that we can depend upon. JT is a one. Zach Moss is a two, DJ is a two or a three, um, and then after that, because we can't keep running DJ, no. obviously, at this <laughs> no. point. He's going to be our one. We, if, we, if we lose him, then, then we're going to obviously have to give Dalvin Cook a call and tell JT, like, hey, man, that's what it is at this point. Like, we either need you or, or we got to try and get some value. I mean, at that point, if we're going to give Dalvin Cook a call. And like I said, I told you guys before, Dalvin Cook wants 11 plus million. So, we're going, no be, sense. we're going to be fully on committed to him, and now we'll leave JT out. So, so uh, that's that's the that's the one right there, man. That's the that's the tough one to be able to figure out, and that's why I said that's why I said like at this point, it's like what I've seen from AR, and then obviously Minshew looks good. So, if it was like a we're starting Gardner Minshew week one, 
I wouldn't be totally like, what the hell, why? When you see what Gardner mentioned, you know, six for six, uh, 72 yards with the one or with the twos. Obviously, with the, if he's with the ones, it'll look a little bit different. But um, I just think you got to roll with AR to see what you're moving with next and just let him know, like, hey, you don't have to be a hero. We just want you to get better. We want to see what we got down the road. We need to know what you're going to look like to keep progressing before we put everything on your shoulders. <clears throat> I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Uh, I guess my last question here tonight, man, is, is how much do you think AR is going to play next week? We used to go, we used to go, what was it, back in the day, it'd be first quarter, then a half, and then maybe they'd play a little bit into the third quarter, and then they wouldn't play at all the fourth preseason game. So my guess would be, my guess would be one drive, depending on how he looks. So um, if we have him play one drive, and say he goes, five for seven, six for six, something like that. We drive down, we score a touchdown, we look good, boom, he'd be done for the day. I'm with it. Now, I'm- if he starts two for five, we go three and out, I think you got to play until we see some type of good drive up to a half. That would be my thing. As long as you're going to leave that starting offensive line in. I think we're on the same page there. Completely. I want. I want to see half. I want to see half personally, man. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's just to the point where it's like, if you don't want to have him playing for too long, but at the same time you want to see him look good. So if he looks good in a drive, then I say you call it a day. You know, I mean, we obviously want to see him as Colts fans, but I just think if he looks good, he's still building upon improvement, building stacking days. You gotta get him out of there. I agree. Chaz said here, said roll with him. It's no pressure other than seeing him grow. Exactly. Yep. And then uh, a girl, Christine, here, she knows she, 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 she wants Gardner to play. Uh, Gardner better, better play next Saturday since I'm coming from Louisville. Um, so he will play unless you mean start. Um, if, if, if Coach Steichen is doing it the way he's been doing it all offseason, we might even see Gardner Mitchell start this week. Which me personally, I don't want to see if the starters are playing. Because if if there are starters playing, I want Anthony Richardson playing against starters. I want to see what he's going to look like against real dudes um, in the game. And then obviously, if Gardner Minshew starts and AR is coming in with the backups, I want to see Anthony Richardson look like a dude. I want to see you look like a man amongst boys when you're going against anybody that's not starters. That's what I, I agree. Personally. We'll see, uh, Christina, for you. You'll definitely get to see Minshew play, but I don't know who you get to see him play with. Like I said, uh, I'd like to see him play one series and just look really good. I'd rather not have to see him struggle and just know that we're probably going to be moving forward with our guy because that would give us the best hope. And then uh, what else do we got? Uh, I know Julian Blackman did not play. Um uh, Nick Cross, he did play, right? He got the first first, first two drives. First, first two drives, I believe, yeah. And then he was – they put a guy who was that out there, like Den, Denbo. Denbo, Trevor Denbo. He wasn't good? 
I, I didn't really pay attention to him, but I know they, I, I, yes. I know he's been doing well in preseason. <laughs> uh, in practice. In practice. I, I'm, I'm going to pull up the play that I'm talking about and show you because uh, he's yeah. about 30, 40 yards down the field. It was like a five-yard dump route, and that man turned around and was like, <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> yeah. But. yeah. Yeah, so that's one of those things, man. It's just uh, it's just tough to see how it's all going to go down. Um, but to everybody out there, um, I think next week we're gonna we're gonna get most of the crew back. Um, Matt will be back with us uh, more than likely. Um, exactly. Hopefully, we can't we can't keep uh, cutting out on you guys. It, it, for us, it feels like it's been a month or two long when we miss any days. Um, we've obviously been having you know family stuff going on, some vacations and stuff like that, birthdays. So we 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 got to take our time. Um, but yeah, Zach will be back with us as well. So. Hopefully we get more of our show. Trevor won't be with us for at least another three or four weeks, unfortunately. Um, but we're definitely going to keep coming to you guys with the content. Please like, subscribe, comment, um, share. Please share. Uh, we appreciate all you guys' contributions to the show. Um, but this is going to be it for the night, everybody. This is previewing uh, AR's preseason game with DeMarco and Damon. We appreciate everybody. Y'all have a good night. Go Have a good night, everybody. Go Coles. Double D going out. <laughs>